My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Thursday the 22nd of December. My name is Sam. I'm Zara. Creators of the online game Fortnite will pay a $773 million Australian dollar penalty for violating children's privacy and tricking its users. So how was Fortnite putting kids at risk? We'll let you know in today's deep dive, but first, Zara, what's making headlines today? Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong met with her Chinese government counterpart, Wang Yi, in Beijing last night. The talks coincided with the 50th anniversary of diplomatic relations being established between Australia and China. Wong said earlier in the week that the meeting was important for stabilising the relationship with China following what she characterised as a tense period of diplomacy between the two nations. A public memorial service was held in Brisbane yesterday for Constable Rachel McCrow and Constable Matthew Arnold, the two police officers killed in a shootout in rural Queensland last week. This is Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk speaking at the service. We will shoulder this burden together. We will rededicate ourselves to their example of there being far more good than there is evil in honour of two young people who lived what they believed, Rachel and Matthew. Elon Musk has confirmed he will step down as Twitter's CEO after about 58% of respondents to his poll said that they wanted him to resign. Musk confirmed he's still in charge of the social media platform, but that he'll resign as soon as he finds someone, quote, foolish enough to take the job. He said he will still have an active role in the company once he steps down. And today's good news, solar power capacity in the European Union increased by almost 50% in 2022. New analysis found the new capacity to be enough to meet the needs of over 12 million European homes and could replace 102 liquefied natural gas tankers. The creators of the popular video game Fortnite will pay a $773 million penalty in the US over allegations it breached child privacy laws and tricked users into making unwanted payments. The penalty includes refunds to affected users, and it's the largest payment ever made over breaches of US consumer law. Okay, so I think a good starting point is what exactly Fortnite is, because I've heard of it, but I've never played it. I remember it from those um, meme dances that people sometimes do, where they're kind of swinging their arms around like crazy. I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. You know, they're like... I'm just going to tell people you're gesturing wildly and agree that I've never seen it before, but go on. Well, for those of us that don't know it through the choreography, Fortnite is actually an interactive online game created by Epic Games and launched in 2017. It's a third-person shooter game where up to 100 people or teams compete. You progress through the game by exploring an island, collecting weapons, and fighting with other players. the rest of them showed up. Importantly, you can also communicate with other players, either through online messaging or voice chat. Fortnite is generally free to play, but Epic has generated billions of dollars through in-game purchases like cosmetics or skins for your avatar, and what's called battle passes to unlock additional content. 
While the island is certainly no stranger to strange phenomena, never before have we seen anything quite like this. Even though there's a global following, it's particularly significant for this story that it's very popular with children. Okay, so let's move then to what the actual claims were that were made against Epic Games, which is the parent company of Fortnite. Well, the regulators we're going to be talking about today are the Federal Trade Commission. They're known as the FTC, and they're a US consumer protection agency. And they were the ones that filed court proceedings against Epic, alleging its practices for collecting user information, so storing data, and soliciting payments, so getting money out of users, broke consumer laws. The FTC accused Epic of unlawfully collecting the personal information of children without the consent of their parents. They also alleged children were then exposed to harassment and psychologically traumatizing content when the game paired them up with adult strangers. And this is where we bring in that kind of messaging and interacting with other users around the world aspect. The FTC also argued Epic tricked players, and again, especially children, into making hundreds of millions of dollars of unwanted payments, again with no parental involvement, and then barred users from accessing their purchases when they disputed the charges. It reminds me of one time I was probably about 11 and I ordered a ringtone for my phone off one of those ads that used to be in a magazine, and I ended up getting... so something that you would Yeah, do. well, I really wanted... I don't know, probably Akon or something as a ringtone, but I ended up getting billed hundreds of dollars or my parents ended up getting billed hundreds of dollars and it was a very complex process to get that refund back and I guess this is the modern day example. Okay, so aside from this kind of monetary exchange that you've spoken about, there are a few elements to this story. Can we just start with this idea of children being exposed to harassment and traumatizing content because that sticks out to me as pretty concerning. Yeah, it is, especially when you think about the game as being promoted to kids under 13. And the evidence that they relied on to prove this point was their use of animation, their child-oriented activities and language and music choices. I was also reading something that the idea that there's this Fortnite merch universe targeted at children was also part of the evidence. And this evidence shows that targeting is working. Publicly available survey results from 2019 showed that 53% of US children aged 10 to 12 played Fortnite every week. All of that to say the game's popular with kids. And the problem that presented is when you have a game that's really popular with children and the company knows it's popular with children, but then you also have a really big reliance in the game on voice chat and talking to other users around the world. It presented a risk that materialized that kids could be bullied, threatened and harassed. It also alleged that children were exposed via this voice chat function to dangerous and potentially traumatizing issues related to suicide or self-harm. Those are some fairly serious allegations. Can we turn now to the allegation that children were being tricked or deceived into purchases like you and your ringtone? Yes, the modern day Acon. Now, how this presented was a free game, but you could buy add-ons during the game. And the issue here was how the game was recording the parents' credit card details. Obviously, a 10 to 12-year-old doesn't have a credit card, so they're relying on their parents' money. And the details allowed the kids to keep making purchases without their consent. So in some cases, even when the parents would say, yes, you can spend $5 on extra armor for your Fortnite character, the parents weren't aware that there were hundreds of dollars being spent in the two years that followed. The complaint included some testimony, including this message from a parent. 
Epic Games is swindling parents with unauthorized game purchases, tricking young consumers and using shady practices for billing. I authorized a one-time Epic Games purchase for my 11-year-old son only to discover Epic Games did not erase my credit card info and thus my son has been making unauthorized purchases since. Now, Epic didn't allow users to cancel or undo charges, so the complaints mechanism wasn't really established. They were allegedly using so-called dark patterns, which is a design trick to make it almost impossible for customers to cancel or to request a refund for unauthorized charges. It's kind of when you go to look up a phone number of a company that you want to complain to and you can't find one, or when you're finding it really hard to cancel a plan, they keep offering you different deals. All of that is in that kind of dark pattern world. All right, so... With all of those allegations in mind, what was the decision this week? Why are we talking about this case? Well, this week, with all of those claims, Epic and the FTC agreed on a settlement for the allegations. For the privacy component of the allegations, Epic will pay $409 million Australian dollars, and that's actually the largest ever penalty for violating a law managed by the FTC, so a consumer-angled issue. And for the unwanted payments issue, Epic will refund customers $364 million Australian dollars, so parents will be getting some money back, and that's the biggest refund yielded for an FTC gaming case. Okay, and so how has Epic, who is obviously at the middle of all of this, how have they responded? Well, in the statement, Epic said they accepted the settlement because they wanted to be at, quote, the forefront of consumer protection and provide the best experience for our players. The company also said we will continue to be upfront about what players can expect when making purchases, ensure cancellations and refunds are simple, and build safeguards that help keep our ecosystem safe and fun for audiences of all ages. Okay, so say that I am a player who's been unfairly charged. I've racked up quite a hefty bill on mum's card. What happens now for me? Well, I think your mother and you probably need to have a conversation about your gaming habits, Zara, but in case you want to keep tracking down that refund, the settlement must be approved by the US federal court before it can be completed. So the best way to imagine this is the two parties go back to the judge and say, actually, in the side room of the court, we've identified that we can reach a settlement. And if the court's cool with that and thinks it's fair, it will approve it. The FTC has said it will, if the settlement is approved, organize a refund program to compensate players who have been unfairly charged by Epic Games. They're also going to adopt stronger privacy settings for children, sounds like a good idea, as part of the settlement, which means that voice and text communication for Fortnite's online gaming will be turned off by default. And as a side note, I never did get that refund for my Akon ringtone. I'm sorry to hear it, but uh, thanks for that, Sam. Thanks for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you learnt something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every weekday morning. We'll be back again tomorrow morning, but until then, have a brilliant day. Listener.